<clears throat> Hello, everyone. Waiting for Katie. Ooh, this is going to be on our podcast, too. Hello, hello, everyone who's listening on the podcast. I am currently going Facebook Live right now, and I'm waiting for Katie to join. <sighs> I'll wait. I'm drinking wine, guys, by the way. It's really good. It's a good Chardonnay. I'm drinking it out of a skeleton wine glass. I'm still waiting for Katie, by the way. <laughs> Where is she? This is going to be the one podcast episode. Oh, there she is. Where everyone hops off in five seconds because I'm boring them to death. I'm adding her in. Please don't leave if you're on the podcast. Listen to us. Katie is coming. Katie is coming. I know it's been like three minutes, but she's coming, I promise. She is coming. <sighs> Where's she at? Where's she at? Oh my God, it said she's been adding adding her in for an hour so far. There she is! Hi, hi, hi. Why do I look like this? What do you look like? I'm like very wide, like extremely wide. Like my I'm face actually... is very long, like a watermelon. You do not look like a watermelon to me. You look normal. Are you positive? Because on my yes. face, I look like a watermelon. No, I like I look really like K. Arnold. No way. I see you normally. Do you promise? I absolutely promise. All right. Okay. Well, um, I've been talking to our podcast crew for like five minutes by myself. So I okay. wanted to ensure them that you were coming and you were attending. So yes. here she is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. Here I am, real football fans of New Jersey, FaceTiming from the comfort of their own homes tonight. Uh, but yes, we made it. Yes. We are here. Episode 83, if you can believe it. Woo! October officially, if you can believe it. October 2nd. Look at my wine season. glass. Love it, love it. There's a skull speaking, on it. Speaking of wine glasses, um, Kaylin and I always like to give shout outs to any companies or, or anything like that, that, you know, we get great apparel from wine glasses. Yeah. Um, tonight, I am drinking a bottle from Old York Cellars. Oh, um, yes, Kaylin delicious to, wine. Yes, yes. Kaylin and I went to this winery um, the other weekend, Old York Cellars. It's in Ringos, New Jersey. If you live in our area, it's like 45 minutes away. Well worth the trip. Um, and yeah. I'm, yes, I'm drinking their wine tonight. And we went to one of their festivals, which was very lovely. And we got these nice Old York Cellar wine glasses. And uh, yeah, they have great wine. So check them out. Real quick shout out to them. You can get their wines at Wegmans. Only the fruity flavors, though. Okay. I am drinking their um, What Exit uh, Red Table Wine. That's it one of a, them. Yes. It is a dry um, red, which normally I like sweet. So for me to purchase and enjoy the dry means that it's good wine, people. So check them out. Okay. So let's get into our show for tonight. Um, I still can't get over the fact that, like, I'm football head, literally. You I don't. don't. I don't. I can't. Honestly, like, you're normal. I'm not. Ricky is. Wa Ricky is watching. Ricky, does Katie look like a watermelon? She looks fine on my camera. I mean, I might look like a pumpkin. Last week, um, Caitlin had the spray tan, and now I do. So, 
So I was going to mention something, but I think you look fine. You don't look as orange as I do. Yeah, I, I think but I'm not at, as bad as you. <laughs> look how good I look now. That's what people need to understand. It's a process. Yeah. It's aggressive at first. But um, <laughs> okay. So um, real quick, uh, we just want to say this was like breaking news um, before the show started. Uh, we just got news of the fact that a long time Arizona Cardinals uh, owner Bill Bidwell has passed away at the age of 88. Very um, sad. Yes, I don't have any other information besides that, as it literally, I just saw it on TV before yeah. we came on to the show. Um, but yes, very sad. And thoughts to his family and friends and to his players and the organization. And just, you know, it's been a rough season so far for the Cardinals. And hopefully they can just go out this weekend and get him a win. Yeah, for sure. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes like people like, not like, I don't want to say like, forget about the owners. Like, you know, your franchise's <laughs> owner, but like they put, they put a lot of time and effort into the organization. So it really is like always sad when um, you do hear about this. Cause it does happen because a lot of them are, you know, naturally just older than a lot of people. They come from a lot, long line of people. Right. His family um, has owned the Cardinals for yeah. a very long time. It's like the Maras. They've owned the Giants since, like, the Stone Age. Yes. So, so um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully they can get a victory and give give his family something mm. to smile about. Because being an owner, besides your own blood family, you know, that team is your second family. Yeah, so absolutely. Hopefully they can pull it together. Um, but anyways, we had fun, a uh, fun thing on Instagram today. Um, Caitlin posted on hers. I posted on mine. We haven't done it in a while. Quiz questions. Yes. On Instagram story to see how much you know about us. And honestly, I'm pretty impressed. I'm just going to say that. So yes, I, um, I am. Yeah, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So we had three questions. Um, Caitlin and I posted the same exact questions, except we had different um, answer choices. Uh, we won't go through every single um, A, B, C, or D that we had, but we will give you our answers and what the majority of you guys voted for, okay? So yes. question: the quiz question number one was, through four weeks of the season, what team do I think is most likely to win the Super Bowl? So for me, I'm proud to say that the majority of you, 56% of you got this correct. I did say the New England Patriots. Um, normally, the Patriots have won Super Bowls basically mainly off of Tom Brady in the offense. Uh, right. The defense this year is unbelievable. And through four weeks of the season, I don't know if it'll be consistent throughout the whole thing, but what they've done so far through four weeks is like best defense yeah. in the last couple of years, in my opinion. So mm -hmm. it, that's pretty scary. Um, right. Caitlin, you had 60% uh, of your voters get this correct as well. The majority of your voters, you said, and understandably so, kind of my second choice, the Kansas City Chiefs. For a lot of reasons that you just said the Patriots, I think for um, a while, and not for like too, too long, because the Chiefs are, you know, been the past couple seasons this powerhouse I yeah. think everyone was always looking to their offense always looking at that area but you know they have a ridiculously good defense too and I yes. think that they're in this season in particular it's exciting 
beyond exciting to watch both sides of that team go at it and just to dominate teams week by right. week. Obviously, last week was a little bit of a nail biter, but they pull through and they win. They win the game. So. Yeah, but the Lions are the Lions. I think are surprising some people. Um, I think they are. You know, nobody, no, everybody said this was like a three-team race in that division, yeah. and that the Lions were nobody to be worried about. And lo, be, lo and behold. Um, they're showing that they can hang with some good teams. So absolutely, good for them. <laughs> good for them. Good for her. <laughs> All right. Question number two. This is a good one. Obviously, Caitlin and I we love fall for so many reasons. Oh, so <laughs> this is a hard one. Um, yeah, I wish you guys could see my house. It is like decked out, like to the she, floor. She like, loves fall. We both love fall. Um, I know. Mainly for football definitely for football Maybe. but the question was besides football what is my favorite thing about fall okay so 62 percent of you again very proud of you guys that you know me 62 percent <laughs> the majority of you got this correct my favorite thing besides football is pumpkin beers i do love me some pumpkin beers i think i'm gonna pick some up this weekend for the alabama game and the giants game i do love to know yeah that caitlin doesn't even like beer so no. like, but she loves pumpkin beer. Like we just, we love it. It's. So I was good. drinking Bud Lights in Austin though. I was just in Austin for a bachelorette party. So when I get with those gals, Bud Lights are. It's always Bud Lights. So, but <laughs> I can't. I honestly can't resist. But like to sit down and like enjoy a beer. Oh, disgusting! Yeah. But a fall one, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, Caitlin gave her four choices, and again. This was some a people. Close one. This Every, was close. Everybody really thought you were doing pumpkin beers, okay? But on, still, still the majority, still the majority, 47% of you got this correct, including myself, because I guess too. Caitlin loves herself some Halloween. Oh, she really does. She I really, really does. Love Halloween. The reason why um, Freeform changed their 13 <laughs> nights of Halloween to 31 days was because I sent them persistent <laughs> letters. Like it's not just a one day thing. It's it's literally I've been ready since last Halloween. Like I'm literally obsessed with the holiday because who doesn't want to put on spooky music and wear a costume? Like that's so much fun in my opinion. Yeah. We definitely have a lot of fun um, on Halloween. I love it. I love it's it. Good, I throw a party. A if maybe if you're cool enough, I'll invite you. Probably not though, because <laughs> I don't like that many people. <sighs> All right, you heard there. It's a, it's an exclusive uh, invite list. Maybe oh, we should do like a contest, and I'll, two lucky winners will come to my <laughs> Halloween. Two party. lucky winners can join us. You guys have no right. day. It was so much fun last year. So it was. It was. She decorates well, puts out all the food. It was a great time. Some all right, final question. Um, and there's there's a few of these teams still searching for their first yeah. season. So which winless team do I think has the best chance to win this weekend? Um, again, I'm so proud of the viewers. And Kate, I can say this for you as well. Um, the majority of the votes for your three questions and my three questions. Everybody got it, the majority. So 53% yeah. of you knew that I would say that I expect Arizona to beat also the winless Cincinnati Bengals. And Caitlin, you said the same thing as well, 50% of your fans. I think it's a no-brainer. I don't think it's a no-brainer. Actually, I think, I, do think when I, I think when I voted for you, I think that I put that you were going to say Cincinnati over Arizona because I know, like, you you – 
not that we give a crap about anybody truly besides the Giants, but I know you do sort of like the Bengals. So I, I, I don't do know. I do like the Bengals. I do. I do. But it's not um, – my emotions are not as tied as, obviously, to the Giants. Yes. So I always joke and say they're my second team. But I also look at them, like, in a more realistic lens. So okay. I think the Cardinals will beat them because mm-hmm. what Cincinnati did against the Steelers was atrocious. <laughs> right. Like, Andy yeah. Dalton's got to go. Right. Yeah, it was uh, not very impressive, so. Anyways, those were our three quiz questions. Um, Good job, super, guys. Super proud of you guys. Cheers. You clearly have been listening to us and what we like and what we don't we like. We talk Honestly, too much. Because we definitely talk about a lot of this stuff. We do. So. All right, let's get into our big stories of the week in football. Uh, We got NFL quick hot topics to start with. We got two really big stories for sure. Okay, so on Monday, it was reported that Denver uh, defensive end Bradley Chubb would be out for the season with a torn ACL. Um, He had a phenomenal game on Sunday, his best game of the season, seven tackles, one sack, three QB hits, and one tackle for a loss. I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but uh, he actually was kind of like my sleeper pick for defensive player of the year. This upcoming Absolutely. Year. This news is devastating. Absolutely, Absolutely. devastating. Yeah. A lot of people continue to talk how much they think the Broncos are choking. And I just don't think this is going to make it any better. Yeah. Uh, it's again, truly devastating. Speaking back to our, our winless teams, Denver Broncos, they are one of them. And one mm-hmm. of their bright spots, a brighter spot, I think, is their defense and Absolutely. You know, their defensive line. And Bradley Chubb is such a huge part of that. And he's yeah. such an important piece to the puzzle. And um, only a sophomore year. So for me to say defensive player of the year, I, I think it's going to be Bradley Chubb such high expectations for him you yeah. know what I mean? uh coming into his Ugh. sophomore season and yeah. it's just utterly disappointing for this team that already doesn't have a lot to be hopeful about so no not at all and that was like one of those things too so like Katie and I like constantly send each other news back and forth or just certain things and talk about it. that was one where like when I sent it to you I was just like you don't really have much to say. You're just like, wow, like was not expecting horrible. that. And then your response back was just like, oh, wow. Cause like that's, it, it, it literally feels like it did come out of nowhere. And yeah. you're right because the, the game he had was so good to just go and see that. And you're just like, oh, you know, it's, and he came, oh, wow. out of the game, he came out of the game on Sunday for a little bit and ended up going back in. So on Monday when he found out that he had, um, yeah. had this injury, like, he was surprised, which is just crazy to think yeah. that, like, he had a torn ACL. And I, I don't know if it was just partially torn during the game or what it was or anything yeah. like that. But the dude, like, went back into the game and had a phenomenal – you know, had a phenomenal game. And it's yeah. absolutely crazy and upsetting. And you hate – to see an injury like that happen to somebody who's so uh, I mean he's out for the season right Saquon Barkley is the most critical piece of our football Mm -hmm. team right yeah but at least we didn't lose him for if we had lost him for the season that's (sighs) kind of what Bradley Chubb is is absolutely I agree and Von Miller and it's just a huge disappointment 100 percent and Von Miller is always questionable when it comes to injury. So you can't have him now be injured. He needs to have a clean rest of the season. That's it. 
And the thing about the wonderful thing about having two dominant defensive ends is that uh, they sort of help each other. Uh, they sort of help free each other up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's like having a good duo of wide receivers. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you can double team one of them, but the other one but you can't still yeah. open. You know what I mean? So uh, I think it's going to be a difficult season going forward then for Von Miller because they don't really have to worry about the other side. You know, right. they're, not, they're not looking at like, oh, we got to stop Bradley. Uh, you know, Von's going to yeah, take probably double team taken over. So we'll yeah. see what happens. But um, other crazy things <laughs> on Monday, it was announced that Oakland Raiders linebacker Vontez Burfecht would be suspended for the season after a helmet-to-helmet hit on the Colts' tight end, Jack Doyle. He was ejected from that game. Now, uh, if you're hearing me talk about this, you, depending on how in tune you are with the NFL and football, you might hear that and be like, holy crap, he got suspended for the entire season. Like, yeah. that doesn't seem fair. Like, we've seen helmet-to-helmet hits in games before. However, this is way too common for Vontez. Um Basically, oh, yes, those on the podcast, I'm shaking my head. (laughs) Yeah, this is his fourth suspension and his third uh ban, specifically for on field incidences. He's one known as, if not the dirtiest player in the NFL. Um, stuff like this is constantly happening with him. I have a quote from John Runyon, he is the NFL VP of football operations. He went into this so much. There were so many quotes I could have chosen and, and read to you because right. it goes on and on and on about like, this is why we're doing this, but this is, this is what we got. Uh, he said, following each of your previous rule violations, you were warned by me and each of the jointly appointed appeal officers yes. that future violations would result in escalated accountability measures. However, you have continued to flagrantly abuse rules designated to protect yourself and your opponents from unnecessary risk. Wowza. So if you thought that was harsh, like I said, there's a lot of other quotes where he's basically but he's like, this is what right. you deserve. I always like shit on the conduct board of the NFL. And like, this is an area where they're finally taking a stance because I love the quote in there, rules put in place to protect not only the other people, but yourself. If you look at this hit and you look at his previous hits too, he's lucky he didn't paralyze himself. They're so godly disgusting, these hits. And the one this past week, I... I, Very scary. Very scary. Full speed, helmet to helmet. Like, and uh, in this whole area, like... I wake up sometimes in the morning and turn my neck the wrong way and I'm paralyzed for a week. Like these are people's like lives. Like you've seen yeah. so many terrifying incidents happen. Like look at Ryan Chazier. Like it, you need to like Eric look at Grand. My head immediately yes. goes to Eric Grand. Always. And he, and with Eric's case, he was the one making the hit. Yeah. So he hurt himself. I'm not saying he was doing this dirty right. work because this is clearly a, a And trend. that's why that's why the quote says this guy. flagrant, okay? That's what, because yeah. in situations like Eric's, you're playing the sport of football, and these guys, like, it's so funny when college uh, football players go to the NFL, and the number one thing they always say is, I have to adjust to the speed of the NFL. The game, just from right. college football to the NFL, is so yeah. much faster. These guys play so fast, and sometimes mm. you don't, 
you can't be at that motor and be thinking no. like at the same right. time, right? So a lot of these times these hits happen and they are not on purpose. No. And, and you can see that. And when you see them in the games, like you kind of know which ones are not on purpose. They, they just sort of happen. Um, yeah. And the quote is saying, no, this is flagrant. Uh, you, you've been warned many a time. She's and been I 100% agree. many times and many times. Um, and we just don't believe that what you're doing is incidental. So this yeah. is a huge measure that they're taking, but uh, it's a good one. And one I think most people in the NFL feel strongly and positively about. I do. And I think we're ridiculous. And I think if he comes back next season and something happens right off the bat, that's it. You're done. Ow. Yeah. It, these are people's like lives. Like we always right. talk about how like we know this is entertainment for us, but these are real people. Like these yeah. are they have families <laughs> like this yeah. is real life <laughs> right and there's just there's just no need for it especially when a play seem is seemingly over and somebody's yeah. still you know going after like blatantly something. over yeah. right all right so those are nfl quick hot topics obviously two crazy ones um but let's get into the craziness or normalness or yeah. whatever of week four. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our week four thoughts. Um, this is huge. This is awesome. The Arizona Cardinals have not been good in a long time. No. And to me, the fact that Larry Fitzgerald, a uh, wide receiver for the Cardinals, has always stuck around throughout I love him. love him. With that team. I can't say enough good things about him no. as a player and a human being and uh, like somebody for kids to look up to. He's as a Um. So as much as he doesn't get to celebrate, you know, playoff appearances, Super Bowls, whatever, this is what I love uh, that he gets recognition here. Uh, he has officially passed tight end Tony Gonzalez for second all-time on the NFL's career receptions list. Uh, he hit that mark in his game over the weekend. He now has 1,326 Good catches. for him. Oh, my God. Good for him. I'm going to start um, him in fantasy. He's on my bench right now. i got to start him. I'm going to start him. <laughs> he actually, uh, I believe, I I'm almost 1,000% positive this is his 16th season because came in the same year as Eli Manning. They won the Walter Oh, Cup I love it. Of the, uh, Together, together. Yeah. together and uh just as much as i love eli and sing his praises for things like that like being the walter payton man of the like th this is just another good guy in the nfl they're and, like one in uh, the same to. person they, they are they are like i, I feel like are. if you're an arizona cardinals fan like granted like he's not your quarterback but i feel like if something were to ever happen like maybe some situations that happened to eli like i feel like those fans would be belligerently pissed like we were when certain yeah. things happened or like when people go at him like he is they truly are like just they embody like you know a man a teammate you know he kind of player in a funny way he kind of is like their quarterback you know what I mean I there's never, honestly that's a great point in his 16 seasons yeah. there there's never been a quarterback that was ever more important than Larry Fitzgerald okay like I know <laughs> Kurt Warner was there whatever well but yeah I honestly I honestly feel like that's true like he is yeah their quarterback like when his career is over when he decides to walk away from from football it's going to be heartbreaking and it's a different situation Absolutely. than Eli because you know he Larry Fitzgerald plays wide receiver and Eli plays right. quarterback where somebody has come in and replaced mm -hmm. him um 
but it's going to be devastating for Arizona and he's so special to them and getting that recognition and and putting in that work and it shows. So that's awesome. Good for him. Um, Good for him. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers shocking people this weekend, right? They scored a franchise record 55 (laughs) points against the Rams. I know. Um, Now, keep in mind, the Rams scored, I think, 40 points. I think it was 95 total points in this game. Brutal defense. Don't even get me started. Um, Rams are sketchy, aren't they? You know, last year. So were the Buccaneers, though. They're sketchy as hell, too. But listen, the Rams, people have such high expectations for them. The Buccaneers, not so much, right? But the Rams are coming off of that Super Bowl appearance where they only, you know, they were had a hot offense all year, and then they only scored three points. So people were like, maybe their offense isn't as good as, you know, we all think. Right? And then they have a game like this where even though they lost, they scored 40 points. Um, right. And it's kind of like, who is this team? Like, what is their identity? Who because are they? Yeah. They, it used to be pretty clear to me that they were one of the front runners and Sean McVay had this amazing offense and the defense did good enough to like always make sure they still won their games. Right. And this is just a sketchy team. And I, I know, don't think they get... go on and win the Super Bowl by having Tampa Bay scoring 55 points against you. It's weird. It, it, it's very strange. Like, I don't um, think you do that. That's not like, an, like a loss. Like, okay, like, we'll, like, get over it. Like, no, like, that's a bad loss. Yeah. Like, that's uh, embarrassing. It is, it is. So, I don't really know. They're going to be an interesting team to watch for the rest. Not the, not the Buccaneers, but the Rams because of the expectations. Hey, listen, my eyes are on the Buccaneers, too, because it's not like it was a walk in a park for the Giants to beat them either. I mean, I don't know. You know what? And that was pure luck. (laughs) And that division that they're in that always seems uh, pretty strong and and pretty steady. You got the Falcons, who are randomly struggling pretty hard. Yeah, hard. And you got the Carolina Panthers, who have Kyle Allen, and you don't know what's going to happen with that. And you cut the Saints with Teddy Bridgewater. I know they're still winning games, and that's great, but, like, Weird things are happening in that division, so you never know. I got to tell you, side note, though, I love Teddy Bridgewater as the Saints quarterback. Like, I know you're a huge Drew Brees fan, but no. watching him, like, makes me so excited. I'm and, like, happy if it, for him. If a team does not pick him up in the offseason and start his ass, like, that is truly a – it's just a mistake. Yeah. Because he is so talented. He's a natural born leader. Just seeing him take on this Saints team in two weeks, he seems like he's yeah. been their quarterback for two seasons. At the very, very, very least, he needs to be on a team next year where he's competing for the starting quarterback job because obviously he's with the Saints. Like he knew he wasn't competing for the quarterback job. Right. Breeze, right. So to me, it's like, he, he's got to get somewhere where he's competing for that job because – And he deserves it. 100%. The Saints are not, not going to let Teddy Bridgewater go because obviously they need him no. right now. But let's say they didn't. Uh, like, to me, Miami should be, like, calling him up. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So a lot of, I think next a lot year, of teams Hopefully next year up. he's uh, in a situation where maybe he can get some playing time. I hope so because, like I said, I know it was a side note, but, like, he yeah. – I've been loving it. I've been absolutely loving it. Yeah. Um, wow. Monster game. Monster, monster, monster game from Jacksonville Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette. 
a lot of people him. are sketched yeah. out by him. I know going into fantasy, people were like, meh. I've oh, I said always, not to. I've actually always kind of had faith in him, but he does need to be more consistent. But holy cow, he rushed for 225 yards uh, this past weekend against Spooky. Denver. <laughs> oh, against wait, Denver. So that is the oh, – You're crazy. That is the second most uh, rushing yards in Jacksonville Jaguars history. So that's that's just monster. I mean, we don't see a lot of games anymore where running backs rush for over 200 yards. Oh, we've been it's, talking about that for it's a passing episodes. It's, it's, a, it's best, been a yeah. passing league for the last yeah. couple seasons for, for like what feels like a, right. a long time now. Um, so that's crazy. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Good for her. We've been doing it all show. I was um, one of those people, though, that said to – you know, hold on him if you can. I don't so. know. Like, I mean, I definitely wouldn't jump on him, but I've always still had faith in him. But, but that is a monster game. He gets, in, not he gets injured that. too. He gets injured too, yeah. so people get worried about that. All right, and then true, speaking true, true. of Mr. Teddy Bridgewater, um, he led the New Orleans Saints to so a win. So good. Uh, this was their first win, their the first game without a scoring touchdown that they won since 1998. Um, they beat Dallas this past weekend, 12 to 10, without scoring a touchdown. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. And definitely, I don't. I mean, even though Drew Brees wasn't in, uh, the, the Saints and the da- and the Cowboys, those are two high powered offenses. I don't think anyone could could have predicted a 12 to 10 score, but. Right. All right. Well, you know, what, so it's, you know what's so ironic with Teddy Bridgewater, too? So when the Jets traded for him, a lot of the Jets fans were like, Teddy Bridgewater, like, what? What the hell? Like, all this stuff. And I was like, you guys have no idea. Like, that is such a solid backup quarterback. Like, you, that was probably one of the best trades the Jets organization has ever made. Maybe Le'Veon Bell, people will question. But, like, it, like, was so good. And then they traded him away, and everyone was like, rah, rah, yay. And now look what he's doing. And look where Sam Darnold is. Still on the bench with Mono because God knows what he was doing in his off time. Like, it, people just don't understand. Like, you need to look more into things. Like, I've been a Teddy Bridgewater fan since day one. Is he a starting quarterback, in my opinion? 100%. But it just – things haven't gone his way. And you hate to see it. You really do. So that's just another, like, little small tidbit. Like, I know a lot of Jets fans questioned that trade for him. And I was like, no. Like, you should be – thrilled right now and guess what could have could have had a good one <laughs> yeah I mean for five weeks <laughs> mono is mono but I do think they're uh I think they're okay with Sam Darnold. Mono, but... when, he's he- when he's healthy I think they're okay with Sam Darnold, healthy, but... but think about yeah, right yeah. now and I'm a person that said that the Jets were on an upstream but Sam right. Darnold out of the picture is totally questionable Right, it would have helped to have Teddy Bridgewater at least backing him up rather than, uh, you know, absolutely Falk and, and, and Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. So I, I think he would have been better than both of those guys. But I agree. All right, let's get into our week five picks. We always do a lock. We always do an upset. Uh, if you listened to me last week, I did horrible. Um, oh, I don't think we didn't do. I don't think I did well either. Hopefully, it's another, I, uh, another weird season. Another weird season. I, I will say, I, I have told you guys I'm doing a survivor pool. Ton of people in it. I'm one of the very few who has not met. You're allowed to get three strikes before you're eliminated. Um, I'm one of the last few standing who has gotten it right every week. So, oh, so I can't about like join now. I don't think so. No, no. Oh, I'm, damn. I'm sorry. You should have done it. Like, I told you about it. I know, I know, I know. 
All right, so let's give them our game picks. Why, why don't you kick it off and tell us who you are picking for week five, plus your lock, plus your upset. All right, here. I did old school, and I wrote it down on paper. Love it. <laughs> what is paper? I don't have access to the printer at work yet. <laughs> I started a new job, just so everyone knows. I don't have access to the printer yet. That seems weird. I know. There's so many things I need to get access to. It's only day three. We got, we got That's like being like, can I have the lavatory pass? I need to go to the bathroom. Like, it's a printer. You can't print shit? <laughs> no, you have to be connected to it. It's not like it just oh, pops okay, out. okay, okay, okay. All it's right. not like it's just there. Like, you have to connect it. Shout out to Caitlin's tech person at her new company. Get, get the printer connected to her computer. No, they're actually phenomenal, so we'll fix it. Um, right. Okay, so I'm go. I can't get over the lavatory. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going with the Rams, the Jaguars, the Patriots, Bills, Ravens, Cardinals, Falcons, Saints, Giants, Bears, Eagles, Chargers, Packers, Chiefs, and the 49ers. My upset is the New York Giants over the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. And then my lock is the Patriots over the Redskins because that is a no-brainer in my opinion. I'll just – I'll already throw it out there. Uh, that's mine as well, and I realize that I have now picked New England for my last four lock, uh, four Katie, locks. Four who reasons. do you like? Who do you like as a team? Who do you like? <laughs> who do you like? It's like you with the Saints and Drew Brees. You're so sketchy. You like them. How could you pick again? I mean, and especially, I'm like, kidding. come on. I'm kidding. They're playing the Redskins, man. Well, I actually picked against the Patriots last week, obviously. You did. You did. It was Who's bold. Done? It was bold. It was bold. It almost panned out. I was shocked. But, all I'm right. I'm telling you, people don't forget. People don't forget. Here's people my pick. Uh, I am taking the Rams, Jaguars, Patriots, Titans, Ravens, Cardinals, Texans, Buccaneers, Vikings, Bears, Eagles, Chargers, Cowboys, Chiefs, and 49ers. We're Again, pretty my close. Yeah, pretty close. Again, my lock is the Patriots over the Redskins. My upset, team to watch, Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the New Orleans Saints. That's bold, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, you could put up 55 points in the Rams. It's a division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You're and right. Still, You're right. as much as we're giving praise to Teddy Bridgewater, it is a still Drew Brees missing New Orleans. I don't know. I like him. We shall see. We shall see. I don't like Jameis Winston. He's not good. I'm neither I do, do I, but. I do have some guys on the Bucks on my fantasy team, though. My so. Woo! No, I have Barber. Um, ah, okay, okay. So that's why the Giants game was a little <laughs> – I was like, yay, boo, yay, boo. <laughs> exactly why I don't play fantasy no, football. No, I don't seriously get, like – I really don't. I really I know, don't. I know. But if it's, like, if the team – so I think last year when the Giants were, like, god-awful, I was just like, you know what, at this point, screw it. No. We're down. We're no. down 80 nothing. Go score no. another touchdown. <laughs> oh, my God. Girl oh. wants her money. I've got bills to pay, Katie. This is real life. <laughs> this is real life. Well, then just do my survivor pool. No, because clearly I suck at picking games. I would have been bounced already. Yeah. 
All right. Anyways, those are football stories of the week. Um, are we doing football for our game? No, we are not doing football for our game tonight. We're actually doing Get it off our chest, though. Get it off our chest. Yes, yes. I'm doing minus, football. Minus football. So we will get back to it. Um, but our big stories of the week in the world of housewives. Baby, baby, baby. Ooh, Ooh so many babies. Babies, babies, baby. Oh, um, like, like baby. Is this a beaver here? <laughs> Beaver got married. They I look cute. The pictures are like stunning. Like I'm they're, go- they're a gorgeous couple. Like right. why can't like you know I don't know whatever. <laughs> whatever. Moving but, on. Okay. Um, we're singing Justin Bieber, baby, baby, because there's so much baby talk Babies. in the housewives world. It is crazy. Like okay, Seriously. so I love getting um, all my Bravo uh, housewives news from the Daily Dish, which is Bravo uh, Bravo TV like all their blogs, all their articles. I feel like I'm not subscribed to that. I probably should be. I'm not subscribed to it either. I just, that's where I always look for stories. And uh, just this past week alone, we had three big baby stories. So let's get Um, On Friday, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Eva Marcial welcomed her third child, son Maverick. That's cute. I kind of like that name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's Macy, not a bad one. Macy from Team Mom also has a son named Maverick, and it's cute. Like I love unique, Yeah, I like unique names. Um, that's one that I would have to sit on, I think. But it's actually, yeah. It We've would, heard it's crazier. Cute. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is her second child and her second son with husband Michael, and she also mm-hmm. has a five-year-old daughter, Marley, um, from a previous relationship. Marley. But, yeah, that's Marley. Like um, Marley and me. Oh my gosh. I'll start uh, crying now. <laughs> if you ever want to cry. It's a girl. It's a girl, not a dog. But um, you ever need to cry. You will forget. People, um, people don't forget. They don't. I actually never saw that movie because people warned me that, like, okay. people don't see it. Don't see it. So people I've never me. seen the full thing, but for like full transparency, everyone on the live show and the podcast. IDL lab who died very similarly to the dog and Marley and me. Spoiler alert. alert. Sorry, the dog dies. If you didn't know that, get get out from under the rock. Um, So everyone told us not to see it. So my whole family ended up seeing it, but they were like, Caitlin, don't, don't, because I was the one like most like not okay after that. Katie, I was five minutes into the movie and I was just like, no, like not okay. Not okay. I never made it throughout the whole movie. I did see certain scenes that brought back a lot of traumatizing memories. But so apparently the book you can get through a lot more. So I would recommend the book. Thanks for spurring up that conversation, Eva, from Real Housewives. Because I'm now going to cry like emotional. So. All right, let's get back to Housewives. <laughs> we have also found out, and we also kind of, like, knew about this, um, but we're sort of getting, like, insight into it now, um, that Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy Burris, is expecting her third child, yes. surrogate. Um, and we're learning more about it on season 12 of Real Housewives of Atlanta, premiering on my birthday on November 3rd. Um, mm-hmm. and trailer has come out. I have not seen it yet, but, uh, we do. I get, saw parts of it. Like I said, more insight into that. So yeah. that story is going to be played out, um, on the season this year. And that'll be very interesting to follow. I, I read a really cute article about how 
um, I think Candy was talking to Andy Cohen. Now, Andy Cohen also has a, has a baby son, and that was via surrogate. Yeah. And I think she had said to Andy, like, oh, like, I'm going to have a baby mama now. And Andy was like, don't say that. Like, you're that baby's mother. And like, I know. I was like, Andy. <laughs> well, I think the thing I love the most about it, um, I do enjoy famous people um, going out and, and showing other forms of becoming parents. Yeah. Um, it was huge with Megan King and Edmonds when she had um, her in vitro, she did it twice. Like mm -hmm. it being very public about it, I'm sure is very difficult, but I think a lot of people don't understand how difficult it actually is to get pregnant. Like I think people watch shows like <laughs> Teen Mom, like you do, and just assume, oh, we had an accident. Like it's actually really difficult for a lot think, of women to get pregnant. They also think that things like that don't happen to celebrities. <laughs> but that's why I'm saying too, like it's, and I love being in it and it's hard for them. I know it is, but I love being taken into their lives. Like I loved Andy's story and I know I'm going to love Candy's story even more. Like I love Megan's story. Like it's just showing that it's real. And to my knowledge, Candy, this is her second time going through a surrogate, right? I don't think so. Uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think it's her first time. There is a housewife, though, that has done it, I think, more than once. Yeah. Um, because it's real. Like, like, again, like, this is real life. Like, this is... Kim, it's, Kim Kardashian. Like, it's sincerely real life. I know. I always forget that. Or, you know, and so, so Kim Kardashian. And, and everybody shows that Kim Kardashian because of medical reasons. Yeah. Um, some women are some women are older and can't conceive. Some or sometimes are it young just doesn't work. Sometimes Andy it Cohen, doesn't work. A gay man who is somebody, whether it's a man or a woman, gay yeah. or straight, who doesn't have a partner, um, just wants a baby, or who's gay can go about this. It shows that all walks of life. Uh, if you want a baby and that's your goal, Tinsley Mortimer, Tinsley. If you really want a baby, you don't need somebody else. No. And uh, you can get your baby. Yeah. But there's definitely, there's some, there's adoption. I've seen a couple of, you of know, course. a lot of famous people. Oh, look at, who is it? Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. They've got like 18 yeah, adopted kids. Literally yeah. a, a thousand adopted kids. There's so many ways. And I just, I love the, the realness of it because I think some people just assume, um, and you know, like I, that you just jump into bed and have a baby. That's not how and life works. And the people that are celebrities are our public figures on TV, uh, sharing their stories and sharing their journeys with everybody so that yeah. others can see it and others can get educated on it. Or inspired. Like yes. some people might be having issues and then maybe it's been for a long time. Maybe they see that and they're like, wow, maybe we should try this. Maybe we should try that. You always have options for sure. For uh, sure. You can adopt then, me. And then exciting news, um, we announced, you know, a couple shows back, whenever it was, about Teddy Mellencamp. Uh, oh, yes. Pregnant, and from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And now we have the gender reveal. Um, she shared on Instagram that she's so cute. a baby girl. A girl. You should yes. look at the pictures. They're so adorable. Like, Super I cute. think, like. Gender reveals for me are like hit or miss. Like sometimes they're so over the top and I'm like, yeah, God, like I much. hate these people. But, and I, especially when you have multiple children, it's the same mm -hmm. thing with like baby showers. Like 
come on, Karen, you've had 16 kids. You don't need to have another baby shower. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. But, like, hers was very – it looked like they were in, like, their living room. Like, they were wearing matching outfits. Like, yes, of course, it was staged, but it was super low-key, super cute. Like, I just – I liked well, it. Well, yeah, just their immediate family, like, just the four of them. Yeah, they had, like, the – Their two children. Things, the confetti go off. Yeah, you know, and now she, happened to, now she happened to share it um, with everybody else. Yeah. Um, but not like at the same exact time that they right. took the pictures and everything. But anyways, uh, I have a quote from her um, from Instagram when she posted the picture. Uh, she said, it's a girl. Of course, we would have been equally excited either way as Edwin, her husband. Uh, the kids mm -hmm. and I are just blessed to have Edwin. a healthy baby, no matter the gender. Although <laughs> I did promise Cruz, um, her, one of her kids, that he could help name her. So not sure she'll be too thrilled being called Catboy Arabiyav. I don't know how to say her other last name. I always say Mellencamp because I don't have it. But don't, don't name two please. Yeah, at least make it Catgirl. Um, Catgirl. Don't, don't name the child Catboy, please. Catboy. <laughs> but really, and uh, congratulations to Teddy and her yes. family. Um, and just best wishes for the rest of her pregnancy and for the birth of Catboy. Boy. <laughs> all right so those are a bit oh no 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 no! i'm sorry so sorry one more one more it felt like we had already been through it all because we just shared three baby stories i know it was a um, lot it was a lot i feel like i'm pregnant now it was a lot of babies <laughs> um but we do have uh gina from the real housewives of orange county um she just went instagram official with a new boyfriend and we like to report on there's stuff like also that. rumors that she quit I heard that like four seconds before the show started. <laughs> okay, we'll have to follow up on that. It's probably not real. Um, <laughs> but we like reporting on this kind of stuff because we're nosy and we want to Obviously. Relationships. And yeah. anyways, so on Monday, she um, posted on Instagram. She became Insta official with her new boyfriend, Travis Mullen. Um, is that like a thing nowadays? Like, I think it used, it to, be, it used, to, it used be to be Facebook, Facebook yeah. official. Now it's like the second you post God. that first picture on Instagram, it, it's a wrap, right? There's so much I have to learn. <laughs> so much. Um, but anyways, they've been dating since August, so just a short amount of time. Um, they were set up by a mutual friend. She has been separated from her ex, Matt, for just over a year. They've obviously yeah. had a crazy time separating. Mm -hmm. We've reported about that on the show. Um, they're still working through the terms of their divorce, so they are not officially divorced yet. Right. Um, but, you know, they've been separated for such a long time. I have absolutely no judgments for the fact are that Are they officially divorced, again. though? I know that's no, no, always No, they're like, not. They're not. They're yeah. still working through everything. I just um, know that that always is like a, a deal right. breaker. It, it, yeah. Um, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to eventually move on with your life. It, it's, it's oh, absolutely. And she happened to meet somebody that uh, she clicked with. And she, and she talks about that a lot. If you read articles about this story, um, she talks about how she's like, normally I really don't like people. And I immediately find something yeah. like when I meet someone, I immediately find something that I don't like about them. And she said with him, it just clicked. I'm the same way. So there you go. So for her, it was just like, immediately, oh, I'm going like, to die alone. She just, no, you're not. No, you're yes, not. I am. People don't forget. People don't no, forget. Um, but she, she talks about how she immediately clicked with him. 
calling him extremely trustworthy and extremely loyal, which seems like a strong statement for dating somebody. For that short of for time. For that short of time. How do you truly know? Sometimes you don't. I want to warn people. Sometimes you just don't. I don't um, even trust but, you, Katie. We've been friends for time. I know. I know. I don't trust you, bitch. But... <laughs> Um, so that's a big statement. Um, but she obviously gets good vibes from him. She right. didn't reveal much about him. She does. She did say that he lives in Orange County, but did say she wants to keep things as private as possible for now, and that we're not going to get much information on him. But we will. That's kind of bold, all... though, that she said that she does. They don't forget. They. Um, it's bold that she like is still coming out though and making a statement on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to keep it private, keep it private. You can keep it as private as you want, but trust me, everyone's going to Page six is going to find out. Ramona Singer will find you. I'm waiting for that article, like the five fast facts that you need to know about this person. And it's like, oh, you already yeah. dig up all the shit. They, they know. But they anyway, know. Um, what did she say? What else do I have? Uh, no, no, no. That was it. That was it. Um, I'm getting more wine. She does, I know, you know what's so weird? Anytime Caitlin and I do a uh, FaceTime show, I, like, awkwardly drink, like, so much wine, and I don't even I know. like it. I'm refilling, too, as you can see. I need more ice, though, but the freezer is so far away. Don't leave me. It's I'm nice. not going to. I'm also, like, hooked up to the phone, so I can't. I would get, oh, like, okay, zoom no. right back. Can't leave me now. Um, all right, so let's get into our game. This is a good one. This is fun. Uh, I That's love why I filled Buzz. up on wine. This is going to be fun. I love me some BuzzFeed. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. If um, you don't go friend, on BuzzFeed at work, like, you're a liar. The amount of BuzzFeed that I go on at work. Like, oh. you know you do. You take all the quizzes. Like, you know what kind of bread you are. Like, you go on BuzzFeed at work. I've had a couple of interns over like the last couple of months and sometimes they sit there and they have like nothing to do, unfortunately. And once in a while, like, I just feel like I want to email them a couple of like BuzzFeed quizzes. You should. Like, who are you? Like, who, who are you really? Like, Let me know your results. Out. This is your task for the next two days. Tell me who you are. Who did you they get on this quiz? They I think so. Listen, but anyways, I'll send them some work if they need some. <laughs> We are going to play a BuzzFeed quiz tonight. This was posted very recently. It's a Housewives quiz. We haven't done it. It's a really good one, yeah. And it's called, Let's Find Out Which Real Housewives City You Truly Belong In. So again, thank you to BuzzFeed.com. You can find this. uh, Again, it was a recent quiz. You can still find it. You can take it yourself and, you know, let us know what you get. But anyways, we're going to go through these questions. There's seven of them. They've got all different options. And Caitlin and I will do it um, together. Well, I, we've already previously taken this quiz before the show to find out what our result was. Yeah. Um, we will tell you how we answered, and then we will reveal to you what city we truly belong in. Uh, keep in mind, we are Jersey girls, and Jersey is a franchise. So do we actually belong in our own state? We'll see. All right. So question number one. Pick a drink. These are our options. Rosé, darling. I just hear, like, Luann's voice, like, when I read Rose, that. Rosé, darling. darling. Uh, rosé, tequila, bitch, wine, any and all wine. <clears throat> I need dark liquor now. Marks for days, champagne, of course, 
I'll take a little bit of everything or shot, 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 everybody. What did you shot, go with? Shot, shot. Wine, I any kind it. of wine, 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 wine. I knew it. What did I go with? Mimosas weren't an option. Did you say a little bit of everything? No. Or did you say wine mimosas too? Mimosas weren't an option. I went with an ingredient in mimosas. I went with champagne, of oh, course. I, I don't know why. I feel like I didn't hear that option. Well, that's what I went with. All right. Oh. Question numero dos. Your frenemy is throwing a party and doesn't invite you. What do you do? These are your options. I throw a party or dinner the same night. I constantly bring it up until she apologizes. I show up anyway and make a scene. I really don't care. I stay home and bash her online, or I show up and throw some shade at the host. What did you pick? Okay, so honestly, in a perfect world, and everyone, if you know me, like I would do all of these things to you if you did not invite me somewhere. But the most realistic one, and I think it's it should have had a second part to it. The yeah. most realistic one is that I don't really care, but I'm going to talk shit about you behind your back for the rest of your life, probably. That's, that's so. part two. That's part two of that choice. That um, was, so that is the most realistic one. The one I went with is, is uh, I throw a party or dinner the same night because you know me, I love to host a good party. So to me, Hell yeah. it's just a good reason to have everybody over yeah. to my place and throw yeah. a better, throw a better party. So better that's party. All right. Where did you get, oh, this is a fantasy question, you know, not realistic, but where did you <laughs> get all that money? You're a housewife. Where did you get this money from? Uh, self-made family businesses, my ex-husband, trust fund, married into it, fame, I have many ways to make a dollar or none of your business. What do you offer us? Self-made baby. I knew you would say that. I knew you would say that. I said, trust I said trust fund. Cause that means I haven't been working a day in my life. Wouldn't it be nice? It would be so damn nice. Never worry about anything. Hey, self-made, you can go, 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 and then relax a little bit later, probably. Self-made, self though, means at some point you did have to work. Trust fund means you probably never really had to work in your life. And um, I'm good with that. No, it's All good right. to work. It's good to work. <laughs> All right. Number four, pick an animal. These were like random animals. I don't know. Where I know. They there wasn't a hippo on the list. I was very upset. Very upset. We have bull, alligator, hawk, wolf, mockingbird, lion, swan, and chihuahua. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, a lot of the housewife women have chihuahuas, so I guess that's Ew, why. Ew, no. Here. Chihuahuas are ugly. Sorry to anyone who's listening. That is we don't really like little dogs that much. We love all and dogs. Like, like, get a big dog. Like, eh, whatever. Um, wolf. Interesting. I went with the lion. They're cute. Oh, I don't know if lion's cute. They're a little They're terrifying. They're pretty. They're but pretty. Wolves are cute. Lions. I love them. I almost went wolf. You know? I follow this wolf dog. account on Twitter, and it's cute. They're all wolves. That's so random. I'm it's like so a wolf conservatory. It's like a wolf conservatory, 
and they post like, or conservation, sorry, that's the word, not conservatory. Wow. It's the wine. Um, they, but it's like all these wolves. They're so cute. Random quote of the show tonight. I follow a wolf account on Twitter. <laughs> Where do we go? Where do we go from here? All right. Where do we go from here? You don't know how many police dogs I follow on Instagram. That's that another makes story. sense to me. All that's right. another story. That's another. That's another for another night. For another number night. number five, you go toe to toe with another housewife. Who are you coming for? The OGs, my friend's enemy, the one everyone is in the outs with, the other newbies, the current leader. <laughs> Anyone but the OG. Who did you go with? So just from being like an avid Housewives fan and just seeing fights year over year, the simple answer to this is anyone but the OG. You are not going to win that battle. Play it safe. And play it safe, kids. Like, play it safe. Like, honestly, and of course, I'd go after my bestie's enemy. But if she's the real OG, I'd be like, mm, let's take it back a couple of steps. Like, why don't you go fight her? <laughs> <laughs> Um, my thought as, you know, this is our show and I'm answering this and, you know, it's our show. So you pop into my head. And so my answer is my friend's enemy. Like I oh, will, throw, so nice. I will throw down for you, girl. I will throw down, I would for, throw you. down for you too. But if it was going against like Teresa, <laughs> Teresa, you're not throwing down for me. <laughs> like Vicky, like, sorry. You know what? Like, sorry, not sorry. Like Lisa uh -huh. Vanderpump. I would, you know, I'd never fight her. Even if she hurt you, I'd be like, Katie, did you hurt her? <laughs> did you really? Oh, my God. Was it your fault? Let's talk about it. Let's this, talk about This is where your loyalty stands. All right. Things are clear. There's a Vanderpump, Katie. You know, you know the drill. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Number six. This is a tricky one. Uh, pick it an really event. was. Pick an yeah. event like, that you would want to attend. Uh, we've got holiday party, business opening, Fancy rooftop party, rodeo, Ooh. fancy Ooh. dinner, cabaret, Ooh. baby shower, or wedding. What did you pick? I've never been to a rodeo. I'm just going to throw that out there. Have you? Yes, I have. Oh, my God. On a teen tour? <laughs> I knew you were going to I knew. I was going to say, she's going to make fun of me. I went to a rodeo on my teen tour. Oh, God. The teen tours. I can't. The luxuries of being Jewish. Okay, so all our um, Jewish viewers, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know. Shout out, to, you know. What Happy I'm New about. Year! Happy New Year! People don't forget. People don't forget. Happy um, New Year! I hope my you guys team tour. People don't forget. People don't forget. Um, I actually went with holiday party. Um, I because like mm -hmm. as much as I love like Halloween, like I know we're considering this like maybe like Christmas things like that. Yeah. I love Christmas. I love. Getting together during the holidays, going out to dinner, dressing up. Go! I, I, I literally love the holiday season so much. People are so much nicer. There's so many excuses to open a bottle of wine, hang out yes. with friends, have Eat some good dinner. Food. Yeah, have an yeah. ugly sweater party. Like, there's so mm -hmm. much to do. And that's what I took. I took holiday party, like, for that. Like, the winter holiday season. Like, I sincerely love that time of year. So I would 100% go to a holiday party. I, I agree. Um, that was definitely a close option for me. I went with, I think it sounds fun to go to a fancy rooftop party. I'm into it. I'm I agree. The weather's good. I, I, I love a good rooftop party. 
Not that not, I just said it like I go to rooftop parties all the time. That's not true. I love a rooftop party. <laughs> Bougie. Where'd you go? <laughs> Did you go on your teen tour? Went to a rooftop party on my teen tour. Let me tell you, it was <laughs> No, but like, honestly, um, if you have like a rooftop wherever you live, like invite me. Like I'd like to come drink on a rooftop. That's basically all I'm saying. What are you doing? Where are I'm you plugging in my I'm right here. Okay. I'm All right. Everyone that's listening, I'm plugging. Let's go into our last question. Number seven. Okay. Pick, this is a great one. I love this question. Pick another cast to join. So by cast, they obviously mean TV show. What cast would you like to be a part of? Vanderpump Rules, The Hills, Jersey Shore, Love and Hip Hop, The Apprentice, Southern Charm, Million dollar listing or dancing with the stars. What did you pick? Vanderpump Rules, baby. Yes, you are a fan of Vanderpump Rules. Obviously, you're a fan of Lisa's. So, no shocker there. No shocker. I mean, honestly, like, if you think about it, like, I would love to join a show like Jersey Shore, like without the stigma. Like I think they created that show and everyone in the world thought we all acted like that. Like I would love everyone in the world to come to one of our 4th of July houses, Memorial Day weekend houses, yeah. Labor Day houses. Like we have fun at the Jersey Shore. Like it's not always, we don't go to karma. We don't go to karma. People do, but like we don't. So like, I would love to be on a show like that, but it's, I gotta go with Vanderpump Rules. I need to see if my phone is charging. That was the problem I was having. Well, I'll just tell our viewers then that I went with Jersey Shore. Um, I think they're hilarious. I think they're fun. Um, as much as they did put a stigma uh, on New Jersey and all the people, and like that's how we are, I do feel like now the current season, uh, now that they're older, it is a little bit like they're still pretty wild especially yeah. for people at their age they're pretty wild but um they're in a different point in their lives and even though they're still crazy like they're fun i'd like to hang out with them love new jersey love my home state and that is the cast that i would like to join so that's a great reason uh, we didn't have any of the same answers which is pretty crazy so i'm very intrigued Why are to find friends? out you yeah like why do i even hang out with you 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 don't like anything that i like besides the giants housewives and wine like other than that um but i'm very interested to see which city does lonnie belong in why am i looking at your forearm right now ew look how hairy my forearm is i'm trying to see if my phone's charging i'm very sorry everyone I got the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, burr, burr, burr. I am where I belong, and I'm so happy about it. Very good, very good. Uh, I'm okay with saying that I belong at Real Housewives of New York. You know, it, it's New York and New Jersey are very similar. And New York is my favorite franchise, and those women are my favorite women out of all the Housewives franchises. So I'm good with belonging to that franchise and belonging in that city. Oh, Not that I would ever actually want to live there, but I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. 
Yeah. Oh, do you look like a spider web in the corner? Oh my god. I don't think my phone is charging, by the way, so if we... Alright, well, we're almost done with the show. Get it off our chest. Would you like to kick it off? Absolutely. Let me take a sip of wine. Ah, delicious. So, it was announced earlier in the week that California NCAA athletes will now be paid for right. their, it's basically their name being used in promotional aspects. So on jerseys, in commercials, things like that. You're clapping, I'm not clapping. Okay. I am, um, and I've been, and we've spoken about this on the show before, I'm not in favor of this. I am a strong believer that um, this will completely change college sports as they are today. Oh, it definitely will. I sure. understand um, the counter part of it. I do read a lot of arguments to where a lot of these kids cannot afford, like, literally anything. Yeah. So, like, if you're using their name, if you are using them as a promotional asset, you need to pay them. So, and I get it. Um, my counter to that argument though, is that why do we need to pay them in a monetary value? You need to, so there, a lot of them are getting their educations for free. That's great. Yes. So why don't you move to giving all of them the education for free? Not only hook them up with advisors educationally, hook them up with financial advisors, hook them up with jobs. I had a job. I was a student athlete, but I was a Division three athlete. I had a job. I all like I had. So I went to class, had practice, had a job. I did everything. I was also in a sorority. Like I had everything. Like I was a student athlete. I was a student job worker. I worked for the school. So like I had everything, and I got more because I was an athlete. I had jobs available to me because I was an athlete. So I did all the game day stuff, working the scoreboard, working at the gym. Like, so I made money. That wasn't <laughs> money towards, like, I, I made that money. That was my money. So that's my biggest argument for it. Like, I, I understand, listen, I went to a D3 school. I didn't go to Alabama and play football. You know, I, I wasn't an A.J. McCarron who could have made probably bank off of his jersey and things like that. But yeah. the argument of the – like underprivileged people, like I get it, like I understand, but we need to be offering a lot more of than money because there's a statistic out there and it's, I don't know what it is, but it's wildly crazy. Like over 50% of athletes that play in college don't make it to a major, whether it's Major League Baseball, yeah. the NFL, the NBA. And the NBA is probably the scariest one because people leave when they're like freshmen. <laughs> they go to school and they're like, all right, I'm out. Like I'm going to the NBA. So if you hook them up with other aspects, hooking up with them with a job, getting them financial ad advising, because think about the kids that will make bank off of their name and then senior year rolls around and they go to the NFL combine, they don't make it. Yeah. So they made all this money in college. And what if that one person isn't ready to be in the real world? 
give them job advice, give them all that stuff, give them everything they need in case sports doesn't work out. Because in the real world, and I said this 400 times today, this is real life, becoming a professional athlete doesn't work out. Look at people like Tim Tebow. He was a star. Actually, I don't like him, but he is actually a huge proponent against this. And people go after him because they think he's privileged. And I agree, he was a very privileged person. But what if being a broadcaster didn't work out for him? He's on like a beyond minor league baseball team right now. He's not making money off of that. He's making it off broadcasting. Yeah. Thankfully. Like I, so that's like my biggest argument with it. And I, and I think it's the NFL that struggle. I struggle with the most because we see so many players piss away their money, get yeah. injured, never play again, are stupid, do all this stuff. A college kid, uh, you know, a 20 year old probably wouldn't have any idea what to do with that kind of money. A lot of, 22 year olds literally starting in the NFL don't have, you see them right. post their Lamborghinis all the time. Right. They have no idea what to do with that money. A lot of people don't make it to the next level. So I would hate to see 18, 19 and 20 year olds with this disgusting amount of money, give them the money in other ways. I, that's my, that's, that's basically my get it off my desk. Cause that's my counter argument to so here's the thing. You brought this up. I clapped at the very beginning of it. Um, you helped change my mind a little bit. I'm kind of both sides. Like after hearing I what still, you're I still kind of am too. After hearing what you're saying, I, I get what you're saying. And I'm both sides. Um, my thing is, is like, let's just throw it out there. Let's just say you were Daniel Jones, right? Right. And people are on Etsy or on whatever kind of site and they're selling Danny Dime shirts. Okay. Right. I don't really give a shit about that. But if I log on to NFL shop or whatever, and they're, or Nike and they're selling Danny Dime shirts, I want a piece of that. I don't want Nike selling my name, selling my face and me not getting a piece of that. Um, yeah. So that's where I am on, uh, like in that aspect, but everything you brought up, uh, I understand and I agree with, and let's just like give people opportunities to, if they are struggling to, to get college jobs, there's certainly that, especially if you're getting fine, like people who are getting financial aid, they are, they get jobs on campus. Like they're offered jobs on campus. Uh, so I, I'm, you did a good job of making me like wishy-washy on the whole thing. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people like steer in one direction because of what you said. Like, yes, yeah. if someone's selling my name, like I want a piece of that. And that's a lot of what college football is. Like yeah. think about like a Marcus Mariota when he was at Oregon, like he was like blown up. Think of Tua from Alabama right now. His name is everywhere and he's on merch, all of this stuff on official sites like Nike.com and he's not making anything off of it. But you can't guarantee that they're going to make it to the next level. I don't have that stat for everyone right now, but it is a very scary stat. It's like but, over but what about 
But what about the people, but what about the people that don't make it? But then what about the people that um, have been working towards this their whole lives and then have a career ending injury in college and they never got to make the full potential kind of money that they would have made that, that some people no doubt would have gone on to play professionally and made that kind of money and then had no opportunity. Which is why in college basketball, you have the one and dones because they know, they know, even though an education is important, they know that their career could be over in the blink of an eye over an injury. And that's why they go to the NBA. That fuels my argument though, because what if they are a one and done? They need things other than money to help them further their life. Of course they do, but I respect a lot of the people who maybe they're one and done's, right? And then they go, because they need to take care of themselves and their family, and that's so understandable. No, I understand that. And then they go to the NBA, right? And I have the utmost respect for the people that go to the NBA, make millions of dollars, and then complete their education to whatever college. Kyrie Irving played one year at Duke University to, to... have a degree from Duke University. It's one of the best schools in the nation. So for him to go to the NBA, make millions of dollars and not need a degree from Duke, but still go and get one while being a professional athlete, that's what's freaking awesome. Well, a lot of football players do that too. And it's very, I I think it's very respectful. Because you never- take like online classes just to like get it done. You never know though what will happen. And you gotta- be prepared so but so yeah so that's basically like get out of my chest like that's my counter argument because i know there's a huge strong argument of people like they don't have anything they're coming from nothing all that stuff well it's like how can we fuel to make you better in other areas so right. how can we help those people yeah yeah it's it's a controversy that's been around for a long time yeah. now and uh i don't know when it's gonna actually get solved come to fruition but yeah, we'll feel totally 50-50 on it for sure. Um, my get it off my chest, it's going to be short, it's going to be sweet, mainly because I didn't get to read into it as much as I wanted to, but a story came out today about, I don't know if you saw it or not, um, former wide receiver in the NFL, Percy Harvin. Um, I mean, most of you guys should know that name. He was a big wide receiver yeah. in the league for a while, bounced around a couple of different teams, definitely towards the end of his career. Uh, you might know him best from his time with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, In his prime, he was a great wide receiver, top wide receiver. Uh, He came out, I think it was a podcast, some sort of interview where he admitted to the fact that there was not a single game that he played in his NFL career that he was not high for. Yeah. My mind is freaking blown. Are you serious? So he said he smoked weed before every single one of his games. And now, before you get all crazy and people get all crazy and think like, oh, what a punk, like, what a fool, whatever. Uh, he said, you know, I did so because of the pain that I was in. Yeah. Right? And it, it helped me with the pain. It helped me with anxiety. Yeah. Um, which obviously now we have medicinal marijuana and that's, that's mm. in a lot of places. And well, I, I did not roll my eyes at all because it's, no, I'm not saying you, I'm just saying like in general, no. but I do usually roll my eyes at like things when like you, that. When, but, 
But when you first hear that, when you first read that headline, Percy Harvin admits to being high every single game, your head might just go to like, oh, this guy was an ass and like, no. you know, he was a punk and, and he smoked before every game because he was just people that clown. don't really know football, just think of Megatron. That's who he is. That's yeah. Megatron. So, so I know that you'll know him by that. So wait, wait, wait. You're talking about Percy Harvin as Megatron? Yeah, that's his nickname, isn't it? That's Calvin Johnson. From the okay, Detroit well, Megatron Army. came out and said the same thing. He did? I don't remember yeah. that. I don't remember that. But Megatron is Calvin Johnson from the Detroit Lions. Who am I thinking of then? I don't know, but I don't think he came out and said that. He did say something along the lines of smoking. I don't know. But Percy Harvin, this came out. This was a big story. And to me, it's just like... My mind immediately goes to how did he get away with this? Yeah. I'm not mad at him for doing it because of the reasons he was doing it for. Like he said, I was in pain. I had anxiety. And right. okay, um, you know, there's people who are trying to ban the, the marijuana um, thing from the NFL, like any penalties against it, because this is a brutal sport and there is a lot of injuries and a lot of pain and mm. there is medicinal medicinal marijuana that people have found help for certain things. And so that's, that's a whole nother thing. But um, my mind goes to how did he get away with this? Uh, because I look at somebody and, and Frank and I were discussing this today. We look at somebody like Josh Gordon, right? Wide receiver currently with the new England Patriots spent most of his time with the Browns, but also spent a lot of the time with yeah. nobody because he was banned dropped you he was banned from the nfl and this is constantly over uh marijuana and and being banned from the rat always being tested and always failing why was josh gordon always tested like how did percy harvin yeah never get tested like how do they decide who gets tested and who doesn't get tested i don't know that again i'm making this quick because i haven't read enough into it but that's just where my mind goes of like how does one get away with that? Yeah. Like, honestly, and how is that fair? Like, and I, and if you're picking and choosing who you're drug testing, that's not fair either. Um, no, always be random unless you have suspicion, but. But honestly, why is it random? Why isn't it just everybody? Well, you're right. I think uh, you're right. I think everyone should be drug tested. I mean, that's crazy. Why isn't it just yeah. everybody? I, I, I don't think that's because if you're just doing it random and you select somebody and boom, like you hit the jack, like you hit them, like you, you were correct. They're, they're yeah. smoking marijuana. Why is one person lucky that they weren't drug tested and another one not? I just yeah. think that's, that's ridiculous. And I, I think. I'm kind of happy Percy Harvin came out with this story and admitted to this because I think a lot of people are going to be asking the same question that I'm asking. And uh, what do we do about this going forward? Because to me, that just seems disgustingly unfair. Um, here's the I guy think that means everyone gets drug tested. Like, and, and, and think again, let's think about, we were just talking about monetary, you know, things about, about being in the NFL, right? Josh Gordon, when he gets banned from the NFL because he was smoking marijuana, is not making money from it. He's not making money for playing football because he's not playing football. Percy Harvin was doing the same exact thing that Josh Gordon was, and he was able to make millions of dollars through his NFL career 
and never had to sit out, never had to miss a season, never had to miss games or lose out on money, even though he was doing the same damn thing. Are you kidding me? How is that fair? It's not. I'm still trying to think of why I thought it was Calvin Johnson. (laughs) I'm telling you. He did. I'm Googling it. He did say something. But um, it's not. You're absolutely. I think. And this is going to sound bad. So Percy comes out and says that he was dealing with pain and anxiety. From Josh Gordon's standpoint, it's almost like he was caught. So it seems like he was doing it recreationally and not doing it appropriately. So that's probably why he had the target on his back. When someone comes out and says this, you almost feel bad for him. He could be lying. Uh, he, 100%. But that's what I'm saying. It's how it's perceived to the public. Josh Gordon could lie too and say, well, you banned me, but I was using it because I have anxiety and because, you know, I, I was hurt. You absolutely say that. So you have to drug test everybody. Yeah. You have to drug test everybody. It's bullshit. My phone is going to die. All right. Well, that's the end of our show. So we can close this up. We can wrap this up. Um, Don't miss. We have tonight Real Housewives of Dallas at 9 p.m. Real Housewives of Orange County on Tuesday at 9. And then we want to announce, too, we finally have set official premiere dates. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta season 12 premieres. Again, like we said, November 3rd, my B-Day. And Real Housewives of New Jersey, we talked to you guys last week about how crazy that trailer looked. Uh, They're premiering season 10 on November 6th. Uh, Thursday Night Football, we have the Rams against the Seahawks. Should be a good division game. Uh, Sunday Night Football, you have the Colts against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then Monday Night Football, I think this is going to be a good game. You got the Browns versus the San Francisco 49ers. I think it's going to be a good game, too. I'm excited to watch that one. Um, And then uh, college football, Thursday through Saturday. Key games that you want to look out for, number 14 versus number 19, Michigan. Number seven versus number 10, Florida. And number four, Ohio State versus number 25, Michigan State. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for uh, enjoying our FaceTime and hanging out with us. And I'm sure we'll be back together again next week, but this was fun. It was a lot of fun. Our podcast, last week's episode and this week's episode will be uploaded by tomorrow. So go ahead, go to your Apple podcast, your Spotify, your Stitchers, wherever, Google podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, both episodes will be loaded. Sorry, there was a little lag time between last week and this week, but they will both be loaded so you can listen on your way to work. Hey, I watch Netflix and listen to podcasts on my commute now because I'm a commuter. So no excuses. Listen to us. Check us out. Listen to us. All right. Cheers. Cheers. I finished all my wine. I've got more later. See ya. (laughs)